Hey, you're listening to Clumsy Theosis, a Catholic podcast that explores topics within the Catholic faith to help us deepen our spiritual lives, own our relationship with the Lord, and strengthen His church. Hello, and welcome to the Clumsy Theosis podcast, where we talk about all things Catholic in order to learn and grow in the faith. My name is Rochelle Lucero, and today we're talking about what is referred to as a rule of prayer. Sometimes you'll find it referred to as a prayer rule, but no, it is not a set of rules that you follow when you're praying. If you stay tuned, you'll find out exactly what a rule of prayer is and why you need it in your life. But first, join me in thanking our newest patrons. Since last week, Pierre, Prentice, Sherry, Rebecca, and Jeremy have all become new patrons of the Clumsy Theosis Ministry, supporting the work that we do here. And for those of you who might be unaware, two weeks ago I started a donation program through Patreon that allows donors to donate monthly, and in doing so, they receive exclusive perks and spiritual aids and just goodies and merchandise from me. To make a donation, please visit clumsytheosis.net and click the word donate in the menu, especially if you have found that the work of Clumsy Theosis has been a benefit to your spiritual life in any way, and you would like to give back and help us to continue to spread the good news of the gospel because, after all, this show is only possible, we're only able to do what we do because of the donations from listeners like yourself. So if you're going to become a patron, I thank you in advance. Okay. Now that we have more or less gotten into the groove of our new normal because of COVID-19, let me ask you a serious question. How is your personal prayer life? Now be honest. Be honest with yourself about this. Were you one of those people who thought, hey, you know what? I'm going to have all this extra time because I can't go anywhere, so I'm going to use all my extra time and I'm going to use it for prayer. But yeah, as things have gone along, they just have not happened as you expected. And in fact, your regular prayer time has become disappointing or frustrating and maybe even just unfulfilled. If that's you, I want to introduce you to what Eastern Catholics and Christians refer to as a rule of prayer or sometimes a prayer rule. Now, if you don't fit in this category, a prayer rule is still beneficial. You still should have one. So stay tuned and I'll explain all that to you. Okay, when it comes to a rule of prayer, I can't recall an exact equivalent to this in the Roman Rite, or at least among the laity, you know, those of us who are not priests or religious. Now, having a prayer routine is the closest thing that I can think of, but a prayer rule is so much more than just a prayer routine. Yes, a rule of prayer is a daily routine for your prayer, but it's also an outline of the prayers that you're going to pray when you sit down to pray. Things like rote, memorized prayer, the Psalms, scriptures, hymns, petitions, and then just personal prayer and reflection. But there's, there's more to it than that also. There's, there's a deliberacy there. Is that even a, a word, deliberacy? We're going to go with it. <laughs> that is going to benefit your prayer life. And I've been debating whether or not to give you an example of a rule of prayer up front because I thought it would be nice for you guys to have a frame of reference as we go along. But I was wondering maybe it'd be better if I waited until the end because then I will have time to explain the principles of a rule of prayer. Because my concern was that, you know, once you guys got the basic formula, you would just go for it and not really pay attention to the principles. And the reason I say that is because that's the type of thing that I would do. I know, I'm busted. (laughs) That's the type of thing I would do, but I am going to trust that you guys are going to be better than me (laughs) 
(laughs) So I'm going to give you an example of what a rule of prayer is, just kind of a skeleton sketch outline. And then we're going to go over in detail a little bit later in the show. Okay, so promise me that you're going to take the principles to heart. Something I want us all to remember as we go along is that the focus of a rule of prayer is quality over quantity of prayer. So it might seem like you're doing a lot of things during this rule of prayer, but you're really not. So this is going to be an outline of a rule of prayer that I got from my parish website, and I go to Holy Angels Byzantine Catholic Church in San Diego, California. So these are just the sections that you will encounter in a rule of prayer. So you have a beginning in which you start your prayer and invoke the Trinity. You have beginning prayers to the Holy Spirit and to our Father in heaven, followed by a psalmody, which are psalms, a hymnody, which are hymns, readings, so that's going to be something from scripture, petitions, so those are going to be your personal petitions, and then prayer, which is your personal prayer and reflection time. Now, at the end of this episode, I'm going to formulate a rule of prayer based off of this outline here, and I'm going to insert Roman Rite prayers that you would be familiar with in order to adopt this and just kind of make this part of your prayer life. So the major benefit that I have encountered, something that I really enjoy about the rule of prayer is that it organizes your soul and it gets you in the mood and in that correct mode of praying. When you have a good rule of prayer, you will become like the wise man that we read about in Luke chapter 6. In Luke chapter 6, there's a parable about two foundations and a wise man who built his house on a solid foundation. So when the floods came, his house was secure. And because of that, he was considered wise. So you will also become wise when it comes to your prayer life. And I know right now, because of social distancing, all of our lives have been turned upside down. And maybe your current environment is not ideal for your prayer life. You know, there might be too much noise, too many people around, you don't have any space, or you just don't have access to those sacred spaces that you're so used to, like your church or your adoration chapel, or maybe even nature. Like some people really depend on nature in order to get them in that zone for prayer. Or you could be one of those people that you've totally had to reschedule and reframe your entire day, week, month, everything, and you have been trying to schedule in your prayer time, but no matter where you put it in in your day, it just kind of seems like the wrong time, and it's just not working out no matter what you do. Or maybe you just feel blah. You know, some people, they just feel blah or stressed out, and that can really affect your, your mood, which will also affect your prayer life. But whatever it is, whatever is going on, having a rule of prayer is definitely going to be a benefit to you. And even if you don't seem to be experiencing any stumbling blocks in prayer at this moment, adopting a rule of prayer will ensure that you always have a firm foundation like that wise man when it comes to your prayer life. While I was preparing for this episode, I came across this quote by a priest who said this about having a rule of prayer. When a person wants simply to pray without any rule at all, usually that sort of prayer quickly ends. It thins out after a few heartfelt sighs of the soul, and he doesn't know what to say, because we can't find a prayerful mood all by ourselves. 
and I totally agree with him. However, back in the day, when I was first introduced to a rule of prayer, I would have hated this quote. So before I talk about the principles of having a rule of prayer, I have to confess that I honestly did not like the idea of having a rule of prayer. And full disclosure, when I used to hear about having a rule of prayer, my initial thoughts were that it seemed like it would be too rigid that it was kind of maybe below my level of spirituality. And I used to also think that it was too simple, like it was too simple to be effective. And I was wrong on all three accounts. So why would I say that it was too rigid? I am partial to extemporaneous prayer, which is that off-the-cuff type of prayer where the Holy Spirit swoops in, takes over, and prays through you. And I also love using my imagination during prayer. And I have an episode on imaginative prayer if you're not familiar with it. And I'm going to link that down in the show notes for you. And I thought having a rule of prayer would make both of these things impossible. However, that is not the case whatsoever. I also used to think that it would be below my level of spirituality. And I laugh because just saying that makes me realize how spiritually immature I was at that time. Because to think any form of prayer is below your level of spirituality is, it's just spiritually immature. (laughs) Uh, Because, I mean, if you look at like some of the ancient Christians and how rudimentary and how simple their prayer lives were, yet the heights that they achieved in their union with God. Okay, and then what was the last thing? Oh, I, I said that it was too simple too simple to be effective. And that is not the case because I used to think like, oh my gosh, saying memorized rote prayers, come on, like I'm beyond that. But here's the thing about having a rule of prayer. For starters, it is kind of like having a primer for your prayer. So say you go to pray and you're not in the mood. You just kind of feel blah or you're unfocused, whatever it is. We've all been there, you know, but we end up going to prayer anyways, but we just, we're not into it. So when you begin your prayer with a rule of prayer, as long as you are determined, you want to to actually benefit from your time of prayer, as long as you're determined, odds are God's going to show up and at some point something is going to change. And by the end of your rule of prayer, you are going to be more cheerful and you're going to feel more spiritually strong and able and capable. Because that's a benefit of having a rule of prayer. It strengthens your soul. Not only does it organize it, it also strengthens it. Also, the rote prayers that you pray and the Psalms and the scriptures that you read, those are not the goal. You're not just supposed to get through them and read through them and cross them off your list. The goal of having a rule of prayer is to stand before God in his presence and receive the grace that comes from being in his presence, being in communion with him. And then when you receive his grace, it can, and in my experience, it typically always does prompt deeper personal prayer and reflection. Because after all, having a rule of prayer is about quality of prayer, not quantity of prayer. So I'm going to get into those principles of having a rule of prayer. Okay, so there's three principles. The first is having a proper measure. The second is having consistency. And the third is quality, of course. (laughs) It's all about quality, so quality is going to be one of the, the principles. When it comes to proper measure, that refers to selecting the prayers in your prayer rule proportionately to your life and your spiritual ability. You don't want to be lazy and make it too easy for yourself, but you also don't want to overdo it and set yourself up for failure. 
I really want to caution that because you might have, you know, a very strong prayer life. You might have been working your prayer life for quite a long time and you think, oh, I can add more stuff. I can do more here. But if you have never done a rule of prayer, you're still considered a newbie when it comes to a rule of prayer. So you have to start off small and simple. I mean, think about it. You're going to be doing this every single day for years and years. So the key here is simplicity. Create a small or a short prayer rule. And that might seem counterintuitive to do less in order to get more out of your prayer time, but it's true. (laughs) Trust me on this. When you have a simple or a short rule of prayer, it goes a long way and it produces a lot of fruit. And I'll kind of bring up some of those as we go along. So consistency in the spiritual life, I mean, that's nothing new. We hear about that all the time. You know, prayer is about relationship with God and you have to put in time in order to have a proper relationship with anyone, including God. So you have to pick a time of the day or night, whatever you prefer, and you have to stick with it. That is incredibly important. You have to stick with it. And this was really, really hard for me to accept. Because for me, I want my relationship with the Lord, I want my prayer time to feel organic. And this just didn't seem like it would allow for that. But I was wrong. I was totally wrong. It, you can have an organic relationship with the Lord. If the Spirit strikes you and you feel like you need to pray, you need to talk to Jesus, by all means, go ahead and pray to your heart's content. But you need to make sure you show up for your scheduled time, no matter what. And this is also a benefit for having a small rule of prayer because it doesn't have to be that long. And maybe you, you know, you kind of got your fill of prayer throughout the day already. And then it's time for your rule of prayer and um, you're just kind of maybe prayed out. But if it's small, you stick to it and you're fine. Or vice versa, like say it's earlier on in the day that you're supposed to do your rule of prayer and you're just kind of not in the zone yet. And so you stick to your rule of prayer, you do it, you, you do the allotted time that you said you would. And then later on, if the spirit hits you, go with it. You know, there, there is a lot of room for flexibility and organic growth in your friendship with the Lord. Also, when you keep with your designated prayer time, it is going to help you be disciplined. And we are disciples. And so we need to learn how to be disciplined. I mean, you might not be in the mood, like I said, but you soldier on and you keep your commitment. And when you do that, when you keep your commitments to the Lord, no matter how small they are, and your prayer room might be really small, No matter how small they are, miracles happen in your life. That is a total fact. And then eventually, any dryness or any boredom that you might experience when doing your rule of prayer, that is going to turn into a strong, robust spirit that is thirsty and hungry for prayer. And the third, what are we calling these? The third discipline here, or the third principle here, is quality. The rule of prayer is about quality over quantity in prayer. I've said it probably four or five times now. Don't forget that. It's about quality over quantity. And quality in prayer can be judged by two things. Your attentiveness of mind as well as the depth of your repentance. When your rule of prayer is small, you can go slowly through all of the prayers, letting them penetrate deep within your soul and your mind because you don't have a long list of prayers that you need to get through. And then when it comes to repentance, you will uncover new ways. And it is amazing. It's astonishing how many new ways the Lord can speak to you through the exact same prayers. And how every time he speaks to you, he's calling you to himself. He's calling you to turn away from the world and to repent and come to him. Now, there are some other perks for having a small rule of prayer. One of them is that it's going to build humility. 
because your rule of prayer is so small, you're going to be reminded regularly that it's not your labor. It's not the amount of prayers that you said during your time of prayer, but it is actually God's grace that is going to cause the spiritual progress that you are going to undergo. And I also think that it's important to add that a small rule of prayer in no way at all contradicts that command that we receive in scripture to pray without ceasing. Having a rule of prayer is about foundation. It's a foundation of consistency and a foundation of quality. If you want to recall the Lord to yourself continually throughout the day, yes, please do. I actually have an episode on that called Make Work Your Prayer, and it's about the different hours of the day and the themes of that hour and how to pray those hours, you know, recalling the Lord to yourself. I'm going to link that down in the show notes for you. But if you're going to do this, make sure that you pray your rule of prayer at that set time every day that you promised the Lord that you would. And like I said earlier, it is like a prayer primer. You can keep going after you complete the rule of prayer. You know, the end portion of your rule of prayer is your time for prayer. It's your time for reflection. Sit with the Lord for however long you feel called to sit with Him. Okay, so those are the points that I wanted to make. Let me give you that version of the rule of prayer with the Roman uh, prayers included so that you can adopt this and pick this up for yourself. This is going to be based off that outline that I mentioned earlier, but I'm going to give, I'm going to fill in the prayers and the hymns and the Psalms and all that stuff for you. Okay, so in your beginning, start with the sign of the cross, invoke the Holy Trinity. Then your beginning prayers after that, you're going to have a special prayer to the Holy Spirit. So you would say the come Holy Spirit prayer. Then you're going to pray to our Father in heaven. And so for that, you're going to say the Our Father. Followed by that, you'll do the psalmody, which these are going to be psalms from scripture. If you are praying in the morning, I recommend Psalm 50, which is the psalm of repentance. And if you're praying in the evening, Psalm 84, which is the psalm of peace. Following this, you're going to do a hymnody. So you're going to do hymns. And I really like the idea of praying or singing hymns to the Blessed Mother. And so you can sing the Hail Mary, Salve Regina, um, Ave Maria, whichever hymns to Mary that you like. You can do any other hymns, but I like the idea of having one for Mary. Then after that, you're going to do readings. And so these are going to be the readings from scripture that correspond with the daily mass for that day. So you can either do the first reading or the gospel or both. And you can find this on the USCCB website. It'll tell you what readings come on which days. And then petitions. You can offer your own petitions here if you really don't feel like you want to do that. I think you should do something here. So maybe include the litany of humility. I really think that's a beautiful litany. If you're not familiar with that, you can Google it. All of the variations are pretty similar to each other. Or you can also include doing the Jesus prayer here. I know I've talked about that on other episodes. And you just kind of do it on repeat. If you're not familiar with what the Jesus prayer is or you want a refresher, I'm going to leave a link down in the show notes to that episode for you. After you finish your petitions, this is your time of just personal prayer and reflection. Like wherever you and the Lord are at, you just stay there with him and see where it takes you. And then when you close out your prayer, I think it's important to have a prayer of protection. So say the St. Michael prayer, and then give glory to God for that time that you just spent in prayer. The glory be is always awesome for giving glory to God. It's simple. It's sweet. It's on the nose. Okay, everyone, if you liked this episode, I really hope you did. Would you please forward it on and share it with a friend? The more you share, the more people get to learn about Clumsy Theosis. There are links down in the show notes. So if you want to donate to Clumsy Theosis, there's a link in the show notes. If you want to get on our weekly email list, there's a link down in the show notes. Or you can access either of these by visiting clumsytheosis.net. Either click the word donate in the menu if you want to donate. 
or you sign up for the email list. It's right there square in the center of the homepage of clumsytheosis.net. All right, everyone. Uh, Oh, and lastly, if you have any questions about anything having to do with the faith, if you have topic suggestions or whatever, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Clumsy Theosis. Um, Yeah, so if you don't follow me on any of those platforms, please give me a follow and join the conversation. Let's all be friends. All right, everyone. Until next week, you are all lovely children of God. Please stay safe. You're in my prayers, everyone. Peace out. Thank you for tuning in to Clumsy Theosis. I'm so happy that you've been able to hang out. If you want to learn more about Clumsy Theosis, you are more than welcome to visit my website, clumsytheosis.net. From clumsytheosis.net, you will also be able to contact me if you're interested in booking me as a speaker or if you're just feeling generous and you'd like to make a donation. Remember that together we can transform the world by letting the Lord transform us. 